And we are back. Hi everyone, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Before the After Talk with your host, Carlisle Chua. And today, I am so tired. Okay guys, literally, I just came home from a whole day of socializing with just one cousin. Well, technically her and her husband. So like, Ooh, I don't even know, man. Like, I was so tired from it because I haven't gotten to, I guess, interact with many people since, you know, the lockdown and everything. And my cousins, kasi, they live um all the way in another city from me, so I don't really get to see them very often. And this particular cousin and I were just not really close, per se. So, like, I guess, yun, parang... I guess I exerted a little bit more effort in the interacting and I think with all of those factors um coming together it just exhausted me man like I don't know if anyone else is like this but like after going out nowadays you just get so tired like I just need to lie down and like relax like I was supposed to do a little bit more work instead of re- record this podcast right now but I feel like Ugh, this is like my rest time, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just gonna talk and like wind down before I have to actually do stuff. And yeah, I guess I'll get to it like in the in the night time na lang. Like, I guess I'll do academics later. Because right now, guys, I really could pass out. Oh my god. Um, What else happened this week? Oh, yesterday. Was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, Taylor Swift came out with a new album, Evermore. And... I don't know, guys. Maybe it's just me or maybe it's just because I wasn't really paying attention to it while I was listening to it. But it's not... I don't know. I think I need more time with it uh, to let it settle in or anything. But I think folklore was better. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it's just me and maybe I need more time with it. But, like, I think um this album... There are a lot of parallels with folklore and it's really, really good. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not searching, I'm not seeking to listen to it again. Like, after the one stream that I had of the whole album, I was like, I'm good, I'm good for now. Like, I don't feel the need to replay a song again and again and again. But with Folklore, I was like, holy shit, play me that shit again. Like, with August, like, shit, that song was my fucking favorite, dude. And it's still my favorite. And, like, now with Evermore, it's like, okay, okay, I, I like the song. Um, Nobody, No Crime. I really like that song. Like, it's like, ooh, ominous. Like, what's happening? Who killed who? You know what I'm saying? And then there's like a song. Wait, let me check. Sorry, guys, if you don't care about um Taylor Swift also. I don't care if you don't care. <laughs> what? No, but like, it's one of the things that, uh, I guess it's just like a starting conversation. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, what do I like? I like Willow. Willow is a good one. It's way better than the one for me. Um, the vibe is pretty good for me naman. Champagne Problems hurt me like a bitch. Like, I think that was the song that reminded me of This Is Me Trying. And I really like This Is Me Trying. Like, personally, that song hits home. And I've been listening to it a lot. Especially because I've been going through, you know, y'all know what's been up. Like, I've been going through my sad times and, like, my mental health issues right now. So, um, listening to This Is Me Trying has really hit me. And Champagne Problems is a good um compliment to that song like you can play it like back to back like cue it after this is me trying and it would be really good that's i don't know that's how i think of things like if you could put it in a playlist together those two songs would go good like magkasunod if you know what i mean anyway 
Tis the Damn Season is, I guess, I think it's a good song. I don't, it's not, rem, it's not uh, memorable for me though. Like, it's not like a holy shit, like, hits me, like, really hard. But I remember that there were good lyrics in it. I think the Evermore is more of like a, it's less about the sound um, and more of like, or no, I don't know, maybe it's just not my sound, but it's more indie, I think. And there's some country, like, no no body, no crime is really, I think, country for me. I'm gonna burp. Okay. Yeah, Dorothea was pretty okay also. But it does not hit as hard as Betty. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Anyway, what else is good? I really, okay, here's the thing with me. Yesterday, I was so tired. Legit, I was so tired that I couldn't even, um... I couldn't listen to it properly. Like, I was literally falling asleep while listening to it. Because there was a... Like, the way I listened to it. Ah, yesterday was so heavy. Because, like, I had so many things yesterday. I had two meetings in the morning. Um, and then I had one... Um, parang... What do you call it? What do you call that? It's like, I was... I guested in a radio show yesterday for COA. I don't know what it sounds... I don't know what it means, but COA... Council of, uh, I have no idea what A stands for. Council of blah. Anyway, I ha- I guested in the radio show there at one, and then after that I had a shoot with my sister for the bag brand that I have the account, um, at two or three, and then after that that's when I had a little bit of time to um listen to Evermore, and then after I listened to Evermore, I had another meeting for Lex, and then after that meeting, I had dinner at, like, what, 8? And then I had another meeting at 9. So, like, uh, I was so tired yesterday, and maybe that's the reason why I couldn't really appreciate Evermore, because, like, there were so many other things in my head that I couldn't, you know, listen and just, like, enjoy it. Um, But literally, in the time that I was listening to it, I literally fell asleep in between. So I don't remember Ivy, Cowboy Like Me, Long Story Short, Marjorie. I think I woke up at closure already. No joke. Um, but yeah, it's pretty okay lang naman. Um, I guess I'll listen to it again. And like, uh, I don't know, allow it to sink in some more. But for now, it's just like, okay. Like, okay, okay, Taylor. Like, respect. I, I respect it talaga how she is able to um put out another album. I read this um post of my friend because she's also a singer. Um, and she has her own band. Like, she's like a legit singer. And like, she was saying how she wishes to be on that level of Taylor Swift where all she can, all she has to do in life already is just enjoy her craft like all she has to do now is just sit at home or with her friends just writing songs all day and being like she doesn't even worry anymore about putting it out like there's she doesn't worry about the costing of it she doesn't worry about like does she have more time to record things because this is her job you know like i think i felt how hard it is to actually be an artist in the Philippines, like a starting out artist. I, well, not only in the Philippines, but you know what I mean. Like, parang, it's so much harder to uh, 
enjoy your own music when there's so many other factors. And Taylor Swift is just in that level where she can finally just purely enjoy her craft. And that's why she's able to put out so much music. It's because she's finally there, you know? Like, she's 31. Like, at such a young age. I think 31 is a pretty young age also to finally reach that success where you do not care. Um, Like, she has that loyalty in her fan base already that it's like, no matter what you put out, we'll, we'll take it, you know? And it's just pretty... Uh, it's beautiful to see that she is there. But it also made me realize, oh shit, now more than ever I want to support the people putting out music because it's not easy and they all want to get to where Taylor Swift is but like there's a lot until you get there like I don't know many Filipino artists like OPM who actually can do that like are there any like freaking what like Sarah G I don't think so like can she do that (laughs) I don't think so like I, I don't know but yeah very interesting point I have no follow up to that, but I just wanted to say it because we were talking we were on the topic of evermore anyway. Um but yeah. Okay, so now what else have I been up to? I think um I had a meeting the day before yesterday. So yun nga before my very very busy day i had a meeting until like 2 a.m and i was just crying and like you guys know why already naman because like i was i've been really burnt out and you know that um but i finally got to say it to um my department hospitals and it was just really nice to talk to them about it because i've never vocally oh yeah i mean like i say it na hey i'm tired like whatever like I, i joke about it i complain about it but i've never properly sat down and said it to someone that I don't think I can do this. Like, I've never um, properly admitted to someone that, hey, I'm having a hard-ass time. I've never, I haven't done that. Like, I say it to Charlie that, hey, I'm having a hard time, but it's like, I don't say it to anyone else. I don't let anyone else know how bad I'm actually doing um, mentally. And that night, um, I just broke down to them. I was like, I don't know, guys. Like, I was really genuinely crying, like, so- not sobbing. I don't think sobbing. Like, not hoo-hoo-hoo level. I definitely have reached the hoo-hoo-hoo level, but not in public. But, like, I was really crying, and it wasn't stopping because I was just so tired and so sad. And I think being able to say that to your boss and to your, co- your, your co-workers, parang feels good because you don't have to put up a front of being strong anymore and i think that if you know me beyond uh you know if you know me beyond our social interactions because i really won't make it seem like i'm doing a lot like i'm not going to rub it in anyone's face that oh i'm i'm big time or oh i have this and that and this and that and this and that like if I'm talking to you face to face or like I'm on call with you or something like that, I'm going to just have fun with you. But uh, it was really nice to put down that barrier and let them know how I'm really doing. And it was just, I don't know, it just felt really, really nice. Um, 
and yeah, I think they've been really, really nice to me also after that. And I really appreciate it because uh, I've just been recuperating, you know what I mean? Like, it's just heal- time for healing. And I really appreciate it because I know that their jobs are not easy. Also, like, damn, like, uh, it's not an easy job. But I know, like, it makes me feel good that there are people that I could lean on, you know? And they were also saying, like, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, what? That's so nice. Like, it makes me feel appreciated. And I also realized also that a lot of people do listen to the podcast on the low. Like, it's it's like, what? Like, stop. Like, <laughs> I mean, don't stop. But, like, it really makes me feel appreciated. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And I think that's just another reason why I have to keep doing this podcast. Because it's like, I was, do- like, as I was falling asleep the night after uh the night of that meeting i was like i i, I finally realized the re- like well i rediscovered the reason why i still do this podcast and it's because you know i'm here because i feel like i need a friend to talk to and the people on the other end listening to this parang they just want to hear someone I don't know, like, they just want to listen to someone else. And in a way, I guess that's our friendship. And if you guys really want to talk to me, you can. And if you don't want to, that's okay also. But I'll always be here to talk. <sighs> I know that people always say that, like, oh, I'm always here for you. Or, like, I'm always here to support you, la 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 la. But I don't think people understand, like, people actually gauge how much I mean that. And how much I actually care about it. And so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just want people to know that I, I love them. And if they don't want to talk, it's okay. But if you just want to hear me talk, then okay too. Like, fine, it's okay. Um. Anyway, so let's get to what I was going to actually talk about in this podcast. And that is family favorites. So, um... I don't know. I don't know where to start with this. But basically, yun nga, what I was saying with um, what I just did a while ago, I spent the whole afternoon um, with my cousin. And we're not close nga. But this cousin, she's very, very close to my mom and very, very close to my sister. And I was just always just the third wheel. You know what I mean? And I think it's very... Uh, I don't know it's, if it's very evident, but, like, uh, I think I've expressed before how insecure I got because I always felt like I was living in the shadow of someone else. And I think one of the reasons why is because, you know, my family plays favorites, and I don't think that it's something that we have to, like, you know, um, ignore or, like, brush aside or pretend that it's not there. Like, yeah, there are favorites in families and it's a normal thing. It's so normal to have favorites in your family. And that's, like, I think right now I'm finally realizing that it's not because the person is unworthy of your attention or anything like that. It's just because they just click more. You know what I mean? Like, it's not in your resume. It's not in your worth. It's really just your personality. And if they click with your personality, that's just it. It's like making friends. You know what I mean? Like, in your family, you're not going to click with everyone. You're not going to get along with everyone. But your favorites will be the people that you do get along with. And that's okay. Like, I have my favorites in my family. And that's mostly because... 
these are the people that I actually am friends with. Like, they're, ugh, I don't know. I think I was very immature with the way I was thinking or looking at my family before. Um, because, uh, okay, I don't know how else to explain this, but um, basically, I think one of the reasons why I'm such an overachiever as well is because I felt the need to compensate for the lack of people who like me and my family. Wait, I need to rip again. Okay. So it's like this. Um, I don't think I'm very well-liked in the family because parang my, I'm just a very quiet person in the family. I always grew up... Th- I grew up that way. I was always a shy kid. Um, but with my immediate family, like my mom, dad, sister, whatever, I was always like one of the most um, affectionate and always one of the most um my family bonding if you want to talk to me it's like yeah let's hang out together like me and my family but if you ask like my titos and titas it's like they couldn't imagine me being that person because i'm just distant from them and i think that a reason why i am so distant is because I always just thought that they preferred my sister over me. And sometimes it is true that they do prefer my sister over me, but also sometimes I think it's because of me that I distance myself from them and I put them in this box. Um, and like, I, I just sectioned them out. I was like, okay, you don't like me or you like my sister better. Automatically, I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. And that's just... Oh, that's such a bad way of thinking of it. I was so hateful. And I think I continued to be a little bit hateful for the longest time. Um, And I think with just getting older and maturing, only now am I finally understanding that it's not my fault and it's not their fault. But it is. it was my fault that I distanced myself from them and didn't allow them to get to know me better because the person that I actually am is actually pretty cool and pretty good and pretty, like, amicable. Like, I'm actually someone that peop- that a lot of people can get along with, but I didn't allow certain people to get to know me anymore because I had this um, prejudice, prejudice, prejudice of them. Um, and yeah, I just blocked them out. Like, I just didn't allow myself to be loved by them anymore. You know what I mean? Anyway, going back to, um, my family setting, it's like this. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. So, in my dad's side, my sister is the favorite, um, of my lolo, my grand, my grandfather, um, or my granduncle, my granduncle. Because, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I think she was just the bubblier one. The bubblier kid, the louder kid. And I was the more shy one and like standoffish nga. I was shy and quiet. So parang, obviously she got more attention and then she became the favorite. And they were very open about it, very vocal. Na, oh, she is my favorite. She literally, like he literally would give her a rose. And be like, um... I can't wait for the day that, like, a man is going to do this to you and, like, he better be deserving or whatever. I don't know, basta there's sweet shit or whatever. He never did that to me. I never had any intimate moments with my lolo because he just didn't like me as much as my sister. And, like, 
again, that that harbored a lot of hatred um, in my heart. I was like, how come I'm not given a flower? Maybe that means that I just am not worthy of it. Like, maybe no one's ever gonna give me a rose because my Lola never gave me a rose. You know what I mean? Parang ganon. And then, um, in my mom's side naman, yes, my sister is still the favorite. Uh, she, parang, um, she was always put in the spot, the spotlight, spotlight, um, in the sense that, like, with singing and shit, um, parang, they always wanted her more to do more parts than me. Um, even if I'm the one who actually loves to sing, like, even if I'm the one who, you know, takes music seriously and shit like that, parang, they always put her in the spotlight because she's louder than me. And I'm mahinhin, and my voice is just really naturally bre- breathy, breathy. You know what I mean? Like, there, there are different types of singing, and my voice is just not mm, very... My volume, I don't know, loud. My, I'm not a loud singer. And that's okay. I finally accepted that as well, that um, with, I guess, pop songs, my voice, I'm very soft. And in a performance, I will easily get overshadowed. I can do well, I can fare well in like a solo performance, and I can fare well when it's like a duo or something like that. But really, in a group of people, I will get drowned out. And that's just because this is how I sing. You know? Like, I try, like, I'm telling you, I do try to make my voice loud and shit like that. But like, um,. I guess volume has always been my problem. And that's not anyone else else's fault. It's just, you know, yun. So, obviously, they got my sister to do more things than me. She was always put in the spotlight. And yun also, she was also the favorite um, of a lot of people. And, again, it harbored a lot of hatred in my heart. And, you know, I'm still trying to get over it in my counseling and shit. But, um... Yeah. Anyway, um so she was she is the favorite of uh, I guess a lot of people and because she has so much confidence, parang it made her seem like the more adult one and the more um I don't know, like more capable, I guess, of taking care of children and shit like that. And so she has she is the ninang of what like 3 4 5 uh in the anak already, and I'm still like you know at zero. But like jokes on them. Like I have a lot of fucking money <laughs> on my own. Like whatever, dude. Like I'm gonna be a really good ninang, and like it's okay if no one sees that in my family because I don't show it. And I was so angry about it for a time, and I'm not telling anyone about this, by the way. I haven't spoken about this openly um, to any of my cousins, to any of even my closer closest cousins. I haven't told them how how insecure I am about it and I don't think I will ever openly say it in front of anyone's face that I am insecure about it but I haven't been picked as a ninang yet and all of my cousins are having children right now and it's like oh, okay it's okay I'm 20 years old. like literally my sister got her very first in at 15 and I'm like 20 years old now and I still don't have one but 
I'm not taking that to offense anymore because at the end of the day, I still have, I have a lot of money for myself or I have a lot of money for my future in the anaks who are going to get showered with gifts, bro. And like showered with love. I just have a lot of love to give, but it's okay if, it's okay if my cousins don't see that because it's not like I've ever shown it to them also. But I was so hateful. I was so, I was so much, I was so much full of hate. I was so hateful that I never allowed my cousins to see that I could take care of their child because I distanced myself so much and I always put it on them I always like I always like blamed them for not seeing my potential um but in the end it's also because I didn't show them that potential and I think now growing up or finally maturing I'm less hateful of them Hateful to them? Question mark? I don't know. But um, it's more of, okay, it was my bad also. It's not all their fault. It's also my fault. And it's okay. Because I'm not going to force myself to show them I'm worthy to be a ninang. Because I'm not, like, why would I make plastic to people? Why would I suddenly just show them or make sip sip? Like, hey, I want to be a ninang you know uh, like uh, i don't know do you know what i mean it's like you will ma- you will trust your children with people you think are trustworthy and if i'm not that for them it's because i never showed them that they could trust me and i'm not going to start showing them that just because i want them to be my ina anak like i'm going to keep doing me I'm going to keep at it. And one day, if someone really does want to pick me and trust me with their child, then awesome. But I don't have to, like, hate every cousin who doesn't make me a Nina. Like, dude, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest out of, like, well, I'm the youngest adult. You know what I mean? Parang all of my cousins said they're like, I have a cousin that's like 40 years old already and like we're like 40 cousins. I don't even know how many we are. Honestly, I lost count. Like, I I genuinely do not know. It took me years to actually learn all the names of my cousins. My first cousins, okay, guys? Like, I am so far down the line and a lot of people still think that I am, you know, immature and like, I, I'm not good with kids or something just because I can't talk to people or I like, can't talk to them. But like, I guess the people who will see my worth one day will trust me with their kid. But like, until then, like, it's fine. Like, whatever. Anyway, that was like a very uh, insecure rant. And like, if you ever bring it up with me, I probably will cry because it's very, oh, it's it, 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 it's like a, it, it, it's a topic that hits close to home. But, this cousin said that we hung out with today. She's one of the people who made me most insecure about myself um, in comparison to my sister. Because it's hard to grow up with an almost twin. I mean, I've said it before already. I've said it many times that I'm, you know, I'm... We're only 11 months apart. We, were grew, we grew up exactly the same. We dressed up exactly the same. We, we, we went to school exactly at the same time. Whatever, whatever. 
Um, and with that came a lot of comparisons because like, how come we grew up differently? How come we aged differently? Like, how come all of a sudden one of them is really shy and another one is really, really loud? And it was hard to be on the end of the those things because uh, it was rare when a good comment came my way. You know what I mean? Like, parang for my family, it's not a good thing to be shy. And that's what I am. Or that's what I was when I was a kid, the fuck? But, <laughs> no, I'm not angry. But, like, yeah, um, parang I was not, I don't know, I was not good enough to be a favorite of many people. And this cousin was one of the people who really made it known that she prefers my sister over me, which made me so insecure. Um, yeah, my lolo blatantly showed also that I'm not his favorite. But um, this cousin, kasi, uh, if only you know her, if only you knew her, but she's very uh, blunt. And <laughs> being a cancer and whatever, it really hurt me that I was blatantly um, ignored. Um, and she would call my sister her favorite. She would always like congratulate my sister when like she had honors, but never reminded me when I got honors or anything like that. And when I'm finally, um, you know, finding myself here in college that I have these things that I'm, I'm loving and I'm actually growing in them, uh, only now does she really recognize me and see my worth. Parang, it hurt me for a while. For like a few months, like literally recently lang, that I was like, why are you only minding me now that I'm successful, you know? Um, but it's not on her, but more on me because I never showed, there was no way of showing my potential if not through the achievements that I had. You know what I mean? Like, how else are other people supposed to see how capable I am if I have nothing to show for it? Like, okay, I'm a leader. I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I, I'm like, my personality. Like, I can lead. But how am I supposed to show that in family gatherings? You know what I mean? When I'm the youngest pa, parang no one's gonna take me seriously if I lead or anything. So, like, how was I supposed to show my worth to her? So, now that I am able to show it through the things that I do... Of course, she's gonna notice it. And now she is trying to get close to me. And I'm in this um, limbo where I don't know if I want her to. Because it's like, am I always going to hold this grudge against my family? Am I always going to hate them for making me so insecure about myself? Like, should I? I don't think so. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna transition into allowing people in. But I don't think it's gonna get any better if I just keep everything to myself per in. Like, when am I finally gonna open the doors to it? You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think I'm there with that. Um, tomorrow, we're also gonna see each other. And, you know, uh, I know that she initially, like, wanted it to just be her and my sister and that's okay because 
my my sister really does put herself out there more than I do, but the fact that she um invited me anyway kind of means a lot to me because I don't know like. I think all I wanted ever was to be noticed, and uh, it I I just appreciate it whenever anyone does, you know. And I again going back to what I was saying about why I think I'm an overachiever is because I always thought if I have this now to show, um, maybe they'll respect me already. Maybe I'll finally become a ninang if. I have something to show for it. Like, hey, look at me. I'm pretty mature now. I'm pretty responsible. Can you trust me with a kid? Like, the fuck? I don't know. But, um... It's not like that. And it's more of just putting yourself out there. And... It's just a journey that I'm still figuring out and going through. But... I don't know. I think I'm finally letting go of that hatred that I had had have for them. Uh, I don't know. If you only knew the th- the pain that I went through or the tears that I've shed over these people, I bet you don't. They don't even know how bad they really like affected me. Sorry, I burped again. If you heard it, like, but ah. Uh, we need to learn how to forgive, you know? And I think that's what I'm doing now. And I can't always have this sob story of, my family doesn't love me. I'm the black sheep. La, 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 la. Like, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, we get it. Like, okay, sis. Like, uh, you're, okay, you're like the underdog. Okay, whatever. So what, you know? Oh my God, my dog is barking like a nut. I hope he sobs. But, like, it's time to let go of that narrative and you know i think it's also because i always i was so parang self-centered in a way that i thought that these people were really uh they really genuinely did not like me and that's why they didn't want me to be their ninang or anything like that or they didn't want me to be one of the main singers of performances and whatever like i always thought everything was about me but really, everyone has their own sta- story. Everyone has their own narrative. And we're all literally just side characters to them, you know. And you really have to put yourself out there in order for people to notice you. And it's not their fault that they don't notice you. And it's not something worth hating them over just because they don't notice you. It's just a matter of, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that sentence. (laughs) I think it was going somewhere profound, but like, it's gone. I don't know. But I hope you guys get what I mean. I think I needed to say that to myself more than I needed to say it to anyone else. That I'm finally here in this stage of my life where I'm accepting it. You know, I think that's a big deal. Maybe I'm gonna cry again tomorrow night. Um... Because I'm still insecure about it. I still am insecure about it. But um, I think eventually I'll grow out of it. You know? Wala lang. I just wanted to say that. Yun lang naman. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go back to my... Uh, what do you call it? Um, 
the schedule of what do you call it the countdown of um well i really started blanking out huh it's the the exhaustion kicking in already but i'm gonna go back to the countdown of 2021 already probably next week i'll you'll you guys will be getting the 19 things i learned about 2019 i think i'm spreading it out because it's like there's still a few more weeks till 2021 so like chill you know but yeah i think it was really nice talking about this and i'm really very happy that i am settling into this now i don't think people realize how uh how much i don't think my cousins really knew how much it hurt me at the time but i just don't think it's something that i have to live with for the rest of my life till i die because eventually then i'm gonna have my own family my kids are gonna have their own cousins and it's like we're not gonna see we're not really gonna see my other cousins' children someday like you know what i mean okay my cousins are always gonna be there but it's not like i'm always going to see them every christmas or anything like that like i don't know what i mean like you know what i mean it's like i'm gonna have my own family i'm gonna have my own life and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lean on these people for the rest of my life so why am i i don't want to like um always remember my family as people that i hate i don't have to you know um yeah i'm maturing i guess i don't know you know (laughs) But yeah, I think I have to go because I have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of packaging to do also for the account. Um, And I just really appreciate this time that I have with you guys. So uh, until next week, thank you so much for listening. Um, I never really have a sign off for this, but I just want y'all to know I love you. And if you need me, I'm here. If you don't want, if you don't need me, if you don't want me, it's okay. I'm still always gonna be here, and I'm gonna try to be here, um, as often as I can. And we're slowly just healing from our burnout, some way somehow. And I don't want to, you know, keep you guys away from it, naman. Um, because I think this is a healing process, also being able to talk to friends, you know? Um, so yeah. That's all. <laughs> I don't have a sign off. I think that's it. Bye guys. <laughs>